Yes, people, it is Monday, which means we're starting the week with a chin check, baby. So, as we do, we're gonna be looking back at Anderson Silva v. Uriah Hall and Sunday's NFL games. Wasn't able to see any boxing, but hey, UFC was good enough this week, people. Alright, let's get it popping. Okay, people, so week eight, man, we had some we had some weird fucking games. You know what I mean? Some really weird fucking games on Sunday. Ah, oh, man, Green Bay at Minnesota. Rogers with the last second fumble. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, yo, it was a, a really tight game. You know what I mean? A really tight game that the Vikings, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't have thought they were going to win that game. And it, it just Rogers, just that mess up at the end. Oof. Not good, right? Really not good. Oh, man. Um, okay. Okay. I think, um, you know what I mean? It looked closer than it really is. The Bengals... And the Titans. I I re I just the Bengals pretty much handled the Titans in that game. Come on, you know what I mean? I, 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 like it. It they, they won it better than thirty-one twenty, right? Technically, yeah, they pretty much schooled them. And talking about pretty much schooled. Fucking Kansas City, New York Jets. Whew. The way Mahone moves the ball is just so impressive. You you ain't just looking at shit right now. You're just like, yeah, Kansas City, they get into the Super Bowl, son. You know what I mean? I just can't see them not being there. Right? It, it's just... Oh, they just always look so damn good. Man. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. So, where are we going now? Um, fuck. Alright, let's... Uh, New England... New England, man. That's just... I mean, the fact... You read that they were able to stay in the game? That was big. Right? Because their tackling... Oh, my days. Their tackling was just so... Woeful. Right? But... Then Newton just, ugh, again, another last second fumble. It was horrendous. You're just looking, you're just like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, he is not having a great season. Like, just, oh, man. Like, he pulls off some good plays, and then he just fucks it up. It, it's just... It's kind of crazy. It really is kind of crazy. Um, oh, shit. Oh, the Lions, right? The fucking Lions and the Colts. Man, Indianapolis... Really took it to Detroit. They really did. 
The the crazy thing about that game was, you know what I mean? Because in Detroit, they started with the good play, right? But the Colts, every time they tossed it to the right, it was just wide open. Wide open. It was just kind of crazy. You know what I mean? And they did it so many times. And everyone, it was like Detroit were like, oh, that's a new play. And it's just like, it's the same fucking play. You're getting caught by the same fucking play. What is wrong with you? You goddamn sons of bitches. Oy. Oh, man. <sighs> oh, fucking... Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Yo. You know what I mean? Like, that was a tight fucking game. Jeez. Like, I'd pick the Steelers. Like, I, you know what I mean? I, I thought it wasn't, it wasn't going to be an easy game. But, god damn, that game was tight, and, like, you know, so they get stuffed at the end, and you're thinking, I was like, whew, okay, good, good, Steelers have won, but then the Ravens had another bite at the cherry, and, wow, that was, man, that was close, that really came down to it. Oh, man. But, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff from the Steelers. I'm liking the Steelers this season, man, for real. For real, liking the Steelers this season. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to say about the fucking uh, Rams. Goff had such a bad game. Goff was, oh my God, such a bad fucking game. You know what I mean? The Rams just shit the bed. Like, they should have won that fucking game. It was just, just fucking crazy, man. You know what I mean? I have no fucking clue what they were doing there. That was some crazy shit. Yo, Cleveland, Vegas. Man, I have to say, the way that game started, you know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of thought the Browns were going to go with it. But the Raiders, the thing was, Inc., the Raiders kept it consistent. You know what I mean? Whereas the Browns, they would, they'd play well, and then they just flop. In places, but the rate they just kept it consistent, and yo, they they got that win. So, yeah, hats off to them. I, I have to say, I felt mad bad for the Chargers. You read, I felt so bad for the fucking char. That last second touchdown. For the Broncos, I have to say, I did not think that was in. Didn't think it was in. You know what I mean? I thought that was a dubious call. I mean, a lot of those touchdown calls, sometimes they're mad, dude, like when they go out of play. And you're thinking, he didn't have two feet in, but they always get called as a touchdown. It's some crazy ass shit. I don't even know what they're saying. I have no clue. But yeah. Oosh. Felt bad. Felt fucking bad. Oh man. Yo. Man, the Saints Bears. That shit was close. That shit was real close. You know what I mean? Oh dear, oh dear! It, it, yeah, I don't even know. That was just a tight, 
A way tight game. Oof. Eagles fucking Cowboys. That shit was a... That was a horrible game. That was a fucking mess. That was such a mess. Ugh. God damn, I hate those fucking teams. Ugh. Oh, dear. But Seattle, yo, they... Again, like... It looks like that was a closer game. That really wasn't a close game. Seattle fucking... They kind of fucked up the 49ers. For real. For real, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's 10 points in it, but... That was straight Seattle. You know what I mean? But, yeah. There were some iffy fucking games this week, man. Ain't gonna lie, some iffy fucking games. Okay, people, so... Woo! Oh, my days! The return to Vegas. Hey, that went well, right? You know what I mean? Oh, shit. That's it, right? That is it for Anderson Silva in the UFC. And... I mean, yo, it was eventful, you know what I mean, this card was crazy, 11 fights, right, in the end, you know, we lost to Courtney Casey, one unfortunately, but yeah, 11 fights and 8, 8 ended with a finish, that ain't bad, you know what I mean, only 3 fucking fights went the distance, that's kind of crazy, right? So we had um, Brendan Fitzgerald and Michael Bisbin on the announcing table. And, yo, that is a fun team. They do have a good dynamic. It's, 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 yeah, always goes well. Buffer doing his thing and Bisbing on the interviews. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good card, man. And it started with a bang. Oh my gosh, yes it did, people. Yes it did. So our opening fight was a bantamweight clash between Miles Johns and Kevin Nivedad, who was making his debut in the octagon. So this fight, it started a little tentatively. You know what I mean? Neither wanted to, um, yeah, make a wrong move because, you know, they both finish fights, right? Both finish fights. Both only, you know, I mean, coming in just one loss, right? So yeah, they're, they're a little cautious, but I think once everything got going, the big difference. I think it was um, Jones's jab. That seemed to be the real difference maker in this fight. And just Jones being able to find his range early. Right? I think that's the big thing here. Um, You know, he's able to hit that. He got a couple of flash flash takedowns in the first and then the second round. Um, You know, Nivedad did well to get up straight away from both. But he wasn't really able to kind of just implement his game. You know, he always seemed to be on the back foot, right? He, I mean, he landed a few things, right? Hit a good combo in the first round. Um, and, yeah, in the second, you know, he, he showed more urgency. But still, you know, Jones... He was just, John's even, he was just able to um, land first, you know, uh, he caught a good spinning back fist towards the end of the first, second round, Jones, so coming into the third, Nivedad needed a finish, he needed, you know, to stop John, John's, why did I even 
keep on saying Jones. It's Johns. Miles goddamn Johns. But yeah, Nivedad needed that finish. And I think that was the thing that left him a bit open. And, you know, they're, they're, he, he, Nivedad still was doing a good job stopping the takedowns. But they clinched up. And as he's backing out, John's landed, oh my days, he landed an uppercut that just, whew, turned out the lights, you know what I mean, it was, whew, it was a good shot, probably about halfway through that third round, so um, yeah, real good finish for uh, John's there, you know, um, so then that well, it started the night off well. You know what I mean? Definitely started the night off well. Because it was an action pack. You know what I mean? They were both trying throughout that fight. Even though, you know what I mean? Johns was winning. Right? So then we go to the light heavyweight division. We got Justin Ledet against J- Dustin Jacoby. And, yo, so this is Jacoby's return to the UFC, right, he, he, he came, whew, I guess, like, nine years ago, right, had two fights, two losses, went on the regionals, but got a shot on the contender, and, yo, he seized that shot, you know, so got himself a contract, and this is it, oh, man, and the fight, oh, my gosh, Oh my gosh. So the fight starts. Jacoby, he's throwing good kicks. Good leg kicks early. You know, mixing them up. Ledet, he's um, you know, I mean, he's starting with the hands, right? Throws out a few shots. Um Jacoby though, he he lands um a heavy shot that rocks Ledet briefly. You know, um, now Jacoby, he's pressing forward, right? But Ledet, he does land two good big right hands. So, hey, keeping Jacoby honest, right? Jacoby, he goes back to what was working. He's hitting those leg shots. Hits a couple of heavy kicks. Heavy kicks, Hits one more, Ledet goes down. Jacoby follows him with some hammer fists. But, hey, props to Ledet because, hey, he survives, he gets up. Whew, maybe the wrong move because, Le- because Jacoby, he hits a huge uppercut and Ledet crumples. It's done. Man, right, halfway through the goddamn first round And Dustin Jacoby gets his first win in the octagon Oh man, he was stoked, stoked And uh, you gotta, you you feel bad for Ledet Because Ledet is just, he just always comes across as such a nice dude. You know, always happy to be in there. And after the fight, they exchange some words and everything. Like, ah, you feel bad for Ledet. But, yo, what a return for Jacoby, man. This was the perfect fight. Yo, he, he just performed so goddamn well. You know what I mean? Two fights in, two stoppages. <laughs> yes. So our next fight is a welterweight clash between Cole Williams and Jason Witt. Right, so um yeah. See this is a it's always a bit of a tricky one, right? Because you know Williams came in like, what was it, like, five and a half pounds heavy, so you're just like, that's not good, man, 
that's not good. And you just wonder how it's going to affect the fight. That's always the big thing, right? So the fight starts and, man, they both just, you know what I mean? Boom. It's instant action. You know what I mean? Instant action. Williams rushing to the center. Wit, he comes to join him. But, yo, Wit's able to get a takedown pretty much straight away. And from that, he's just controlling, controlling with the top pressure. You know, always looking to improve position and get off ground control. Now, the corner is telling him, it's fine, just stay in guard and oh, just continue to hit him, right? And um, you could see that he was always thinking about, oh, let me try and get to side control. But, you know, the, he, the corner did well to keep him focused. And, yeah, Wit just controlled that first round, you know, on top, basically, just... Hitting just some nasty elbows Cuts Williams open Man, it was a very dominant first So we go into the second round And, um, yeah, Williams does not want to be taken down again Right? So he, he's trying to move Trying to mitigate any opportunity Wit might have So they're exchanging but it's mostly wit, you know, mostly wit, getting shots off, landing combinations, you know, trying to get those um, openings, right? He gets a takedown probably just over a minute um, into the round, right? And um, the takedown was just, whew, he picks Williams up. Carries him across to his corner and just slams him down, man. Slams him down. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. And he's just straight away dropping some elbows and shots. Really, you know what I mean? Working Williams over. So. He, um, yeah, basically, he's, you know, trying to find a good position, gets into side control, has Williams' arm in the right place, and just starts to squeeze as he's locked in that head and arm choke, and it's done. Williams just has to tap. Kitty just doesn't know, yeah, Williams just, he's ground game, he just didn't really seem to know how to extricate himself from any of the positions, and so, yeah, Wit just took over, right, which, you know, look, you, you go into these things, a lot of the times pretty unbiased, but it's, you, when someone misses weight, you, you always want the, the fighter who made weight to win. So, yeah, it, it was a good look for, um, good look for Wit. Good look for Wit. A nice, a nice finish, right? Um, very dominant. So then that takes us to uh, a middleweight clash, right? So we got Jack Marshman. Against Sean Strickland Who, um, yeah Making his return to the octagon After uh, a couple of years out After a bad, um, you know Motorcycle accident Right? Now, the thing is Like, um, we hadn't seen Marshman For a year either Just over a year uh, after he's lost to Edmund Shabassian So they've both been out for a bit of time I mean Strickland longer But you know 
uh, at least he wasn't coming in against someone who, um, yeah, has been, you know, like some of the fighters on this card, multiple fights already this year, right? So it was one of those ones. Gotta say, for someone that has been out for two years, Strickland looked super sharp. Just superstar. He he basically came out and um, he took the fight to Marshman. Took the fight to Marshman, just controlling, you know, the action, firing out his jab, using his range. You know, just really kind of working Marshman over. Now, Marshman... He's trying, he's moving forward, right? He he gets off some combos, but the problem was he, he, he didn't have the range, right? So when he landed on Strickland, it was at the very edge of his shot. So, you know, it, it just didn't, have the full, you know, the full bump on it when it hit Strickland, and Strickland was able to move with a lot of what Marshman was throwing, right, but for the most part, Strickland, he was just, you know, avoiding slipping the shots, and then coming back with counters, Right, so that was the big one, you know. I mean, Marshman did land a big right at the end of the round, which was probably his best shot. But yeah, first round, just straight up Strickland. And, you know, from that point on, Strickland just controlled the next two rounds, basically just working Marshman over with the jab, one-twos, you know, just really mixing up the action, you know, it was a pretty dominant performance, you know, all said and done, you know, Marshman, he just, yeah, he just didn't have an answer, didn't have an answer for uh, everything Strickland was throwing at him, you know, very impressive, uh, very impressive return to the octagon for Sean Strickland, so we then go down to the bantamweight division again and we have got Adrian Yanez and Victor Rodriguez so both making their uh, UFC debut right Yanez he's coming in via the contender series and uh, Rodriguez was a um, a late replacement um, gosh, I forget who Yanez was meant to be, Aaron Phillips, that was it, he was meant to be fighting Aaron Phillips, um, but yeah, Phillips got injured, so, um, yeah, that meant that, uh, Rodriguez gets a shot, right, so the fight starts, man, and, um, you know, Rodriguez, he, he shoots, Straight away, getting um, Yanez against the fence, hunting for a takedown, but can't get it. You know, Yanez is really just stuffing any attempt. And when they're, you know, Rodriguez is trying to get him down, Yanez, he brings his knee up, boom, hits Rodriguez in the face. Now, it, was, it wasn't a flush knee, but, uh, yeah, yeah, could definitely tell that Rodriguez didn't really want any more of those, right? So, um, they, they break, and, um, yeah, Yanez is, oh, man, he's doing a great job with the jab. You know, hits a teak kick, and he's keeping Rodriguez away with his range, you know, just landing a load of counters. He's looking really crisp, really sharp. Rodriguez landed one or two, but uh, yeah, it, it's Yanez. You know what I mean? Yanez is 
looking very impressive. He um he he puts Rodriguez down with a right. Rodriguez uh he's he gets up, right? But um Yanez stuns him with a combo. He then lands another right. And Rodriguez, you know, he, he's stunned. He's trying to avoid the shot, so he moves in the other direction, and Yanez hits him with a head kick. Woo! Oh, my God. It was brutal. And Rodriguez just crumples, crumples to the mat. Oh, man, what a win. Huge win for Adrian Yanez. And he looked impressed because once... Once he got control of the fight, he just didn't let Rodriguez a moment to breathe. You know, he was all over him. It was, yeah, kind of brutal. So that leads us, man, that leads us to the main event of the prelims. And we have Alexander Hernandez against Chris Grutzemacher. Um... Yeah, so this fight, man, right, it's funny, man, because Grootsmacker, he comes out, comes out, lands a, a nice leg kick, but then Hernandez is like, oh, is that what we're doing? And then <laughs> he just starts to light Grootsmacker up with the leg kicks, you know, it's just like, Boom, left, right, left, right, ba 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 ba. You know, he's just really putting on work, right? Grootsmacker, though, you know what I mean? He, he's pushing forward, pushing forward, but Hernandez, he's just, oh man, he's showing some fantastic movement, right? So he's moving and he is just. Oh, just landing the jab and the counter extremely well. And being mad elusive, right? So avoiding everything that Grootsmacker is trying to come back with. Right? Hernandez, he hits a head kick, right? It doesn't land flush. But I think Hernandez just sent something with that impact, and, yo, he then just goes ham, right, he, he's pushing forward, and throwing everything at Grootsmacker, you know, landing great strikes, he then throws another head kick, and Grootsmacker, he's stunned, right, he is stunned, Hernandez, He's um, just unloading strikes, right? Puts Grushmacker down with, um, yeah, just multiple hooks. Oh man, it was, it, it was just an impressive, just an impressive and dominant win, right? Pro, not even two minutes into the first round. Hernandez just, I think that was one of the best performances we've probably seen from him, you know, really good performance, so uh, yeah, that's the prelims done, people, and um, yeah, we had, what, six fights, <laughs> all finishes apart from one, so uh, yeah, not bad, great way to lead us into the main card. Okay, people. So we start the main card with Bobby Green against Tiago Moyes in the lightweight division. And, mm, yeah, this was a bit of a messy one. This was a bit of a messy one. So, you know, fight starts. Moyes was coming in. But, you know what I mean, Green, he kept composed, you know what I mean, and was responding, was countering well, 
Now, Mioi's got a takedown, right? But, you know, he, he, he tried to take Bobby's back and he fought it. So he, and when they got back up, he took it to Moise. In the second round, you know what I mean? Green gets a takedown. Um, and yeah, he's fighting well. Now, Moise, he tried a leg lock. Yo, Green, he, he got out of that and yeah, took it to Moise. And Moise was looking real tired. And the thing with the third round was, so, I mean, yeah, Moyes was coming forward to start because he had to. Now, then Green countered. So Green was doing his thing, right? Green gets a takedown. Green gets a takedown. And they get back up. Green tries a Kimura. He can't hit it. So Moyes kind of has top pressure, but he doesn't do anything with it. Right? And then Green gets back up. But they gave that last round to Moise. Moise got the win. And, yeah. I I did not, did not agree with that decision. That was a bit messy for me. You know what I mean? Ain't gonna lie. Bit messy. Right? Um. So, from there... We go to the middleweight division and we have Kevin Holland. Now, he was meant to be fighting, um, oh gosh, Mordov Mokmavav. Um, he had to withdraw, you know, which, and the crazy figures. So, yeah. Holland was the replacement for uh, Christoph Jocko. You know what I mean? So um, now Holland has to get a late replacement. So in step, um, Charlie hmm, Ontiveros. Yeah, Charlie Ontiveros um, in his state. So making his UFC debut, right? So the fight starts and on Tavares, he comes out with an axe kick, which is like, oh, okay. Now, but the thing was, it was, you know I mean, it was from range, right? It, it, so he was really just at the, um, yeah, the point, right? Uh, so it didn't really have a lot on it, you know what I mean? But Holland was just like, eh, you know what? Fuck it. And uh, took him down. You know what I mean? Hit a big takedown. He landed some real nice elbows, some good ground and pound. Um, Oraventes, he's able to scramble up. But Holland was just like, where the fuck do you think you're going? And just took him back down. Again, um, but with the slam down, Ortavenis, I think he hurt his neck. So, yeah, he, uh, you know, verbally tapped and Holland gets the win. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, good work from Holland. You know, came in late replacement. Got another late replacement, but just handled his business. So, yeah, that was all good. So, then we go to the heavyweights. We've got Greg Hardy against Morris Green. So, yeah, this was the big one, right? I guess a lot of people are thinking, oh, how's this going to go? Because Hardy had to do two attempts to make weight. Hmm... Well, people, you know what I mean? Fight starts and Hardy, he's taking it to Green. You know what I mean? Hits a big shot, puts Green down. Hits some good ground and pound, right? And you're thinking, fuck, is this done? But 
dropped the green who's um yeah he gets back up right gets back up which is uh definitely big right he he tries some leg kicks hardy though he hits a leg kick the it nearly buckled green it was a big fucking kick Right, so you're just like, whoa You kind of felt that Green was lucky to survive that first round So it gets to the second round And, um, you know, I mean, the big thing was Green, he he was looking to keep Hardy away this time Because he ate too many shots in that first round Um so he's trying to keep Hardy away with length But Green is not He hasn't really been a fighter To be able to optimise his length You know what I mean? So Hardy He, uh, yeah, comes He puts him down with a jab Oh man, it was just like Yo, a fucking jab, son Yorin follows it up with some vicious ground and pound And uh, Herb Dean stops it Now, the thing is, Green He he says, you know what I mean He complained about the stoppage But the problem was Hardy hit him with a shot And Green kind of crumpled So that really didn't look good you know what I mean? Yes, granted, a second later, he, he's kind of moving again, but it was just the way he crumples to the ground. You're just thinking, oh, he's done. So, yeah, good, definitely a good win for Hardy. And the thing with the win is you're seeing him evolve with every fight. You know, so I don't know, man. He, he, he's definitely looking decent, right? It's definitely a ways to go. And I don't know if he will, you know what I mean? He can get to a champion level, but he, he's definitely, yeah, he's definitely showing some good signs, right? But that takes us to the co-main event, people. So, Andre Feely... Against Bryce Mitchell In the featherweight division So this This was an interesting one, right? So, I think with this fight It was definitely going to be Mitchell's toughest test And we know the feeling is alpha male, right? They've got some They've definitely got some good jujitsu there. And Feely's stand-up is very good. So it, this was the interesting thing with this fight. Can Mitchell get the takedowns and, you know, do well on the ground? And then what's he going to do on the feet if he can't, right? But fight starts... Mitchell gets, he's able to get it down pretty quickly, you know, which is, yeah, definitely good, and, you know, as Mitchell does, he's always looking for position, right, so Feely, he scrambles up, but Mitchell just takes him down again, you know, rinse and repeat a couple of times, um, you know, I think towards the end of the round, Feely was eventually able to get up. But on the feet, Mitchell was looking good. He landed some big shots, right? And, um, yeah, got another takedown right at the end. So first round was a really good one. So in the second, yeah, I think it starts and Mitchell, he's landing some good shots. Now... As the round got on, Feely, he started to get into his flow, right? Hit a good jumping knee. He, he's landing some nice shots and everything like that. But 
Mitchell, he was able to um, get another takedown. Um, just before the end of the round, Feely got a reversal. But, yeah, I don't know. It was a tough one. I, I kind of still thought it was probably Mitchell. So going into the third round, um, Mitchell gets another takedown, right? Um, Feely, he's able to scramble up. But Mitchell takes him down again. Now, Feely was able to get a reversal. But Mitchell's able to get up. And he, you know, hits another takedown. Right? So, yeah, Mitchell wins this. And I think the big thing was Feely was able to survive on the ground. You know, he showed good defense, but that's all he was doing. You know what I mean? He wasn't able to attack. So he did reverse a couple of times, right? But yeah, he he didn't he couldn't really implement anything. So although after the fight, Mitchell, you know, he's not very happy. He was just like, ah, god damn it, my performance. But it was a very good... Because on the feet, Mitchell looked good. You know what I mean? His stand-up has definitely improved. He pretty much controlled the ground. You know what I mean? It was a good performance from Mitchell being able to, you know what I mean, do what he did to a seasoned fighter like Andre Feely. You know? So, yeah, hats off, man. So that takes us to the main event. So we got Uriah Hall against Anderson the Spider Silver. You know, the big fight. You know, it's kind of going in. People weren't quite sure, but it was definitely looking like it was going to be the last fight for um, Silver in the octagon. And possibly just for good, right? Now, leading up to this fight, one thing that was really good about the event, they we had all these little vignettes of Silver's fights throughout the UFC. So they they took some of the big fights and we you know we got a little breakdown of them and you know interviews with Silver talking about the fight and the lead up and everything. And that was really interesting. You know, I think it really Built the event up, man. So that was great. Um, but yeah, so now we get to see what is going to happen with the fight, right? So the interesting thing was the fight started, it's kind of tentative, right? Not much is happening at all. But probably about halfway through, Silver starts to step things up. Right, he lands a head kick combo, and he he's putting the action on, right? And you know, Silver, he's looking okay. The thing is, Hall isn't really doing anything. He's given a few jabs, but that's kind of it, right? And the kind of the same in a second, you know, Hall. We're not seeing the frequency that we need from him. And so it's allowing Silver to get off more. So in the third round, Silver's continuing to push the action. Lands a good upper um, uppercut. But literally at the end of the round, Hall lands a big right, puts Silver down. And gets off some ground and pound. So that was that was definitely what Hall needed. Because to that point, he hadn't been doing a lot. Right? So the fourth round starts. And, um, you know, Silver, he's, he's landing. But Hall's able to um, get off some more shots. And I think... The thing we see is, it, 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 it's Silver's, 
Yorick Busy's movement and his speed is no longer the same as what it used to be. So he goes in, right? And in the past, his speed allowed him to kind of move in in a way that you kind of, to anyone else, it's reckless. But with Silver, with his movement and everything, it's not, right? But doing it now, it's not the same. So he goes in and um, Hall lands a right. Lands a right. Silver goes down. Hall, he, he pours on the ground and pound. And uh, yeah, that's it. Ref stops it, man. It is done. Uriah Hall gets the win. So yeah, definitely a big win for Uriah. It was, you know, it was a fight that you kind of felt that Uriah was going to win. But yeah, I don't know if it was because he looked up to Hall's, to, to Silver so much. But in those first few rounds, he wasn't throwing a lot, you know. And it kind of made Silver look better than kind of what he was, right? I think that was the big thing here, you know, and the big difference. But still a big win for Hall. So hopefully, I mean, that helps with Hall's, um, you know, confidence and all of that. But, you know, we will see. We will see. But yeah, that's it, man. End of a legacy for uh, Anderson Silva. And I have to say, look, I, I you kind of feel that I hope he doesn't fight anymore. Because he's definitely slowed. Right? Definitely slowed. And we saw that with that last sequence. So if he goes somewhere else... Yeah, I mean, he, like, he doesn't need to eat that damage, right? He should, he should walk away while everything is still cool, right? That would be the best thing. But, whew, this was a fun, fun-ass event. So many goddamn stoppages. It was all good. But the thing was, that wasn't just it. That wasn't it, because we got two big bits of news. So the f- one bit of news... I think it's it's something that we've all kind of anticipated, but we were just waiting to kind of find out what the deal was going to be. And that is March 2021. It's the return of the ultimate fighter, people. Yup, yup. Um, now, if I remember correctly, um, we are getting... I believe it's going to be bantamweights and middleweights. I think that's the deal, bantamweights and middleweights. So um, coaches and all of that haven't been confirmed yet. So, uh, yeah, going to be interesting. And I think they're adding some new shit. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to find out what's happening with that, man. But, you know what I mean? I did enjoy the Ultimate Fighter, so yeah, looking forward to it. Now, the real big bit of news. Adesanya's next fight has been confirmed. Yep, finally been confirmed. And uh, it's a move up. He's fighting Jan Blachowicz. Yep, light heavyweight bout, which is huge. And I think definitely caught a few people off guard, right? Definitely caught a few people off guard. But that's a big one, man. It's a big one. And it looks like, you know what I mean, Adesanya seems to be the betting favorite everywhere, right? Interesting. Because as we saw, Blahovic, he hits hard. And those body kicks he threw to Reyes. Whew. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting, man. No date yet. So, um, who knows when it's going to be, right? If they throw it into December, 
which they could do, or maybe it starts a year off in January. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it, people. Looking forward to it for sure. Now, the bonuses for this night. Okay, so there wasn't a fight of the night. Um, but Miles John, he gets a performance of the night bonus. So does Adrian Yanez. Alexander. Um, <coughs> oh, my days. Alexander Hernandez gets one. And so does Kevin Holland. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, all stoppages. Right, so uh, yeah, and I'm sure some of the other fighters got a little sign sign as well, but yeah, this was fun, man. This was a lot of fun. Okay, so before we come to a close, let's take a look and see what is happening. Man, I have to say, this news, ugh, it was tough. Right, because I was really looking forward to Pearl Gonzalez v. Aaron Blanchfield at Invicta 43. But unfortunately, Gonzalez, she's just tested positive with COVID. So um, the fight has been postponed. But, you know what I mean? I, I imagine that's going to be... Because I don't think we're getting a December Invicta card So January will start the year with a great fight You know what I mean? So there is that Alright, so um, This coming weekend Unfortunately Felipe Corrales Has tested positive So his fight against Gustav Lopez Is off but, but people, don't worry Because Giga Kadezi against Jamie Simmons That's been added to the card So yeah, everything is still good Now the following week on the 14th um, Abul, I'm sorry, Abdul Razak Alhazan Will be fighting Chaos Williams Ooh That is a good friggin fight people Now On the 21st The uh, the big question was Who's gonna fight Mike Perry You know what I mean Below Muhammad He had thrown his name in the hat uh, Kevin Holland threw his name in the hat But it's going to be Tim Means, people. Ha-ha. <laughs> hmm. I mean, that, that's an interesting fight. It's definitely an interesting one. But I have to tell you, the fight I am really looking forward to on the 21st now, Caitlin Kagajian against my girl Cynthia Calvillo. God damn, that's a good fight. And if Calvillo wins, whoo! Oh shit! That will be big. All right, and people, um, the 28th of November, the following week, uh, Sue Madarish is fighting Malcolm Golden. So, uh, yeah. There you go, people. That's it, right? That's our um. <clears throat> whew, that's our episode, people. We will be back on uh, Wednesday. I was gonna say Saturday. We'll be back on Wednesday to uh, talk Texeria Santos. Oh, one last piece of news. Khalil Roundtree, he's not retiring, right? He's, yeah, signed a new contract. So, um, hey, that's all good because, hey, ever since he went to Thailand, he had been looking really good. So I know there was a, a, a you know what I mean? Some decision didn't go his way, but I'm, I'm pleased. But people, see you on Wednesday. Bye, peace.